This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Eleven minutes past nine. It is Power ninety eight point seven. Yes, that's now studio number to dial is oh eight six one nine eight seven triple zero. The WhatsApp number is oh eight three three zero three seven zero nine three. On Twitter, it is Power Perspective. On Facebook, it is Power FM. The frequencies in and around Gauteng, and I know that. Uh, uh, Silailo Silota was listening to Power 98.7 as he was driving. Yeah, he was saying, yo, these issues that are being dealt with on this particular platform, how do I fit in? How do I fit in? I'll tell you exactly how you fit in, Chief. Uh, remember, uh, it's Twitter at PowerFM987. The show hashtag is Power Perspective. On Facebook, it's PowerFM. The frequencies in and around Gauteng, Pretoria, Johannesburg, 98.7. Joburg South and the West Rand, 103.6. Vereniging, 104.4. East Rand and Ekuruleni, it is 107.2. And we are 889 on the DSTV audio channel Bouquet. Online streaming is at www dot powerfm.co.za we speak with the south african singer guitarist producer songwriter selilo uh, selota born near polokwane molechi yes is the village welcome bro thank you thank you denzel and uh, uh good evening to all the listeners out there yeah you know you know yeah. last week yeah i said to my producers can i just have somebody <laughs> Yeah, and I gave them your name, and I said, please bring him to the studio. I'd like to have a chat. And they said, yeah, no, we could put him on the telephone. I was like, no, 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 can you bring him into studio? And so here you are. Uh, myself, I prefer I prefer to be in the studio, really. Mm. Yes, yes. It's lovely to have you here. Thank you so much. Thank mm. you. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here. Let's, let's, let's start off with, uh, you know, I want to get into the historicals of how you got into the yes. music and whatever it is. Here's a question that I want to ask you. Yeah. Is a lot of people, when they've moved... I mean, you were not born in Johannesburg, not in Gauteng. Yes. You were born in Polokwane. Yes. And, and a very different life at that particular time. Um, do you still go home? Do you still have or call it home? Do you still have a home, you know, out there in, in uh, Moleki, in, in Polokwane? I still go home um, because it's it's not... It's not even right now at the at this point in time. It's not even uh, me wanting to go home mm. or just going home. Mm. It's actually home calling me. Mm. Um, every time I step into my car and drive, and I start seeing those mountains and hills, mm. I it's just I just feel my spirit is saying, "There is home. Mm. There is home." And you know, uh, kind of pulling me and pulling me mm. to the point that I feel like. No, I'm about to actually build a house at home now, you mm. know, and 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 have a home there as well. Mm. Yeah. In fact, in fact, um, I I would say that you the tr the very traditional house that you that you lived in, got grew up in, and that your mom would have brought you up in is still there, and that's home. It is still there, and that's home. And um, I've been there. I was there like four and a half weeks ago, mm. um, just to look um, at 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 some to take care of some of the things uh, mm. uh, more like uh, 
uh, I will say to, to to look at my livestock. You mm. know that uh, cattle that too. is at home. My cattle, mm. uh, uh, sheep. I do. How I important? Have, how, how important is as well. how important is that? You know, one 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 busies oneself with life in Johannesburg and music, but you know. Back home, you know, there's still that whole thing about I've I've got to go look at my cattle, I've got to go look <laughs> at my livestock, you know, because yeah. that that really is what matters sometimes. It is such a beautiful feeling because mm. it completely de- detangle you from from all the things that would that will hold get hold of your brain. Mm. Um, if you want to get, if I want to get out of completely out of the the mm. urban, the Johannesburg. Mm. I have. I really have to go home. If I stay here and say no, I will go to some some lodge at at Maroping. I will, mm. I will mm. relax. No, it's not going to happen. I need to go home where I know that that familiar melody of a bird that I grew up listening to as a boy. Mm. It was. Mm. It will be there in the morning. You know. Mm-mm. Yes. You know. You you remind me of when I drive back to the Transkei. Yes. And that's where I grew up. Yes. Uh, Port St. John's in the Transkei. I, I start while I'm still on the from Joburg to Bloemfontein and Bloemfontein to wherever. Yes, I, I don't enjoy that part of the road. But as soon as I start hitting the the Transkei roads, now I'm I can feel I'm in the Eastern Cape now. There's something that happens to one. You you feel like you're at home. Yes, you know when I drive along the Mzumvubu River yes. all the way down to Port Saint John's, I, it's it's a different feeling. Yeah, let let, let me say, I come from a village called Sikurue, mm. which is part of the one of the villages that falls under Moleji. Mm. It's one of the most it's dry. Mm. It's it's cold when it's winter. Mm. The, the, I, I live next to a kopi, a small mm. mountain like with a lot of rocks that I used to climb and when mm. I was uh, looking after my father's mm. kettle and so on. And uh, the, the mere fact that it's such a dry place mm. When I look at myself, mm. I get a reflection. It tells me, it tells me, like the, the contradiction between me and where I come from mm. tells me that hope is something that is alive. Mm. And anybody from that place mm. can actually, a, you know, a water, nourishing water can spring out of that. Mm. You know, when you, you talk about that particular area, and there's a lot of those kind of hills. They, yes. They're not solid rocks. They, they, the individual rocks that, that build a mountain in essence. Somebody else told me uh, that he used to, where he p- grew up poor yes. in that particular part of the world, and would go up to those mountains and sit there. And, and he would look far out and he would see his life. You know, and understand that he was not caught up in this village and caught up by the things of the village and the problems of the village. Those mountains would give him freedom. He would walk up to the mountain and he would be able to see in the distance, you know, (laughs) where he needed to be. So when he was down in the village, he was caught up with the things, you know, at the roadblock and the streets and whatever. But when they got up to the mountain... It gave him a different perspective of his life. This is unbelievable. Have you ever written songs about your, you know, where you come from and home and things like that? Yes, uh, yes, I did. I mm. did write songs about that, uh, about where I come from. I even, I mean, I even included uh, the name of my village mm. um, in in one of the songs, uh, Tokomela. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm telling in in that song, I'm using a kind of a a rhyme that mm. that we grew up. Uh, singing, mm. but then I, I would add new lyrics into that 
and give a different meaning or a message that actually um, would be something very important. Mm. Somehow, because I, I grew up with storytellers, mm. and when they t- tell stories, you would think that the these stories that they tell, little, tr- little children are, are around the fireplace, mm. actually they have a certain moral. It, they were teaching you certain morals through mm. that story. So mm, when mm, they say mm. moral of the story is, mm. then you'll find that actually there was a lesson that they were teaching mm. you with that. Yeah. So The lesson comes via story. Yes, yes. So I come from that. And even the, the, the person that says they, they would go to the mountain and look mm. far at the horrors, that's mm. exactly what I used to do. Mm. And before I could even tell somebody, someone came to me and said to me, I can see you are thinking very far. You're seeing mm. yourself very far. I don't know if mm. that person was a psychic or mm, whatever. Mm, yeah, mm. yeah. And indeed, at that time, that person, when they said that, mm. I was seeing myself overseas. Mm. And let me tell you something. The day I stepped out and went abroad, mm. I actually arrived at the place that I saw when I was 13. Oh, wow. I'll tell you, I'll tell you who <laughs> told me that story. I was, I, was, I was once sitting down with the chairman here at Power 98.7 yes. of the MSG group, Chairman Kivanam Kari, and he told me that story. He said, you know, he would, he would go up to the mountains and he would see his future. And, 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 and that was it. He was not limited to, to his vision, to what was going on on the ground. His, yeah. his vision was, was as wide as he could see. It's, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's stunning how that particular, you know, works. So, so you, you're beginning to talk about already that little bird that you begin to hear when you go home, yes. the familiar bird. And, and I would assume that somewhere music catches you. Um, it's not in the formal way. It's not like you're beginning to take lessons as a youngster, but somewhere amongst all the traditions yes. and, 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 and things that are happening and the lessons that are there from the elders and, and being that, that herd boy looking after the cattle, the, the birds and every other, the animals and everything, music is beginning to catch you. And I would assume, and I can visualize it, you between those mountains walking around with the cattle and beginning to sing to yourself and to and to mum and to and to sing and to and to join those particular sounds and lyrics, and and I would assume that that's the way you got it. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's the way I got it. <laughs> mm. It's amazing that uh, you see. I do documentaries here at Power no, ninety eight point seven. No, you know, as young boys, we go to the to the mountain. You yeah. we go out into the forest, and when we hear these birds, mm. we start imitating them. Yeah, but. Instead of just imitating what, what we are hearing the melody, we start adding even our mm. own words <laughs> to, to those melodies. You mm. know, uh, <laughs> even even the, our elders, mm. they would do that. Mm. You know, you hear a dove, do 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 do, yeah, it gives you a beat. Yeah, and and then some would say, "Mahupakaukai." Mm. meaning where are my eggs? You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so wow. yeah, I. I it's very and when you repeat it when the intervals begin to equal mm. each other this way and that way yeah. then you get into a rhythm mm. and then when you say you start and there you go look at that we've just hey hey, hey. We, we've just started something look at us have you been recording yeah. that we could, that's that's the next track that's the next yeah. track 
Celilo, so so when do you decide and what brings you to Johannesburg? I, I, I want to skip all of the others, yeah. but, but, but I think the move to Johannesburg is a massive move for you. What makes you not stay uh, and, and be like, you know, everybody else and, and, and stay in Polokwane, stay in the village and look for work? What makes you or who is it that doesn't say music is your career, but yes. someone that gives you money, puts money in your pocket, or then says, you need to go and you need to go to Johannesburg, and that's where your career or your life is. How does that happen? Because that's a you big know, moment for you. Yes. Um, what, what happened is that my school years were very difficult. Um, when I finished my standard five, I was actually told that I could... I must quit it and you know mm. and go to work. Mm. And I looked at it and I, th- I was still very young. I was twelve, mm. and uh, instead of doing that, I ended up in. I went during the December holidays. I went mm. to work in the farms, picking millies, okay, and in sixty cents a day. And at the end of uh, December, beginning of January, I had earned about eight rands, mm. and I was able to go and buy a. Tuffies, those shoes, mm, and, and butter gray, tuffies. Gray, yeah, butter I tuffies, went to school in butter gray tuffies. flannel trousers and yeah. a blue shirt. I did go, the same to go start. My at, shirt was white. So, so now when I finished high school, because mm. it also it, there were three stops in yeah. my study in my learning years. So, I I thought no, I need to I need to move away from home. Mm. Seeing the hunger and the and the, and the struggle at home, I, mm. I felt I didn't want to be one of the burdens of my mother. Okay, as a single mother, yeah. And I decided I'm very sensitive. I'm not going to tell her, but the 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 backpack that I'm carrying all the time, mm. she thinks I'm carrying a scarf tin. I'm uh. actually carrying a blanket. Okay. Should somebody say one day, here's a truck is going somewhere, I'm gonna get on that truck. Wow. And indeed, what happened is that while I was chilling one day in Polokwane, mm. I saw some men walking, running towards an office and, mm. and, and, and when one turned and said, Why, what are you waiting for? There's a job somewhere. I thought there was a job in there only mm. to find that they were running into the Teba offices mm. that was recruiting people to go to work in the mines. Mm. So I didn't mm. come to Johannesburg. I actually got on the train mm. and I was given instructions that when you get to Johannesburg, Park station, don't go anywhere, you'll get lost. Mm-hmm. Wait until you go to platform six. There will be a train at nine o'clock. It's going to Oberalza, which mm. is in Galtonville. Yeah. There you get on that train, you'll see it because it will be full of men. Mostly. These are the people on the on on, on, on on these are the people that you're running with telling you all of this. And on the spur of the moment you leave. Yeah. So I left like that and mm. uh, my mother didn't know where I was, probably mm. around sev- seven months or so. I actually was telling uh, somebody that I need to make a case with my mother. Mm. I want to know. Because when I came back and, and surfaced, nobody told me that they looked for me in the mosheries, in the in the hospitals, in the mm. in the in the you know, in in uh, correctional services or whatever. Mm. Yeah, it's like nobody looked for me when I was <laughs> when, when I was gone. So, you know, I'm bothered by that. I still want some answers right now because when you go home, you're like, Ma, you know, hey, you know, it still bothers me. You never looked for me or wondered where yes, I was. Yes, no, I was telling this very month. I was saying, mm. no, I need to ask my mother. Mm. Didn't she care that, that, that I was nowhere to be found until mm. I wrote her a letter and say, uh, by the way, Ma, mm. don't worry about me because I didn't how want. Long, I how did, long later was that? Seven, seven months. Wow. Okay. And so I didn't want to upset her. Mm. There was a man who worked 
in the mines in our village and mm. he was we always wearing a a a, a helmet mm. and my mother used to look at him and say you see that one mm. one one he he works in the mines he's going to die mm. you know so i was fearing that i'm going to traumatize her you mm. know i've mm. seen her struggling because, with me yeah. yeah so i didn't tell her instead when i was in the mine seven months later because now i can send some money home i, mm. I write hi ma Dumelama, uh, don't worry about me. I'm, mm. I'm here. I'm working. Uh, I, I you, you, you know, Musi, you know, mm. Carlton Center, mm -hmm. So I don't want to make it Carltonville, so mm. that she shouldn't say I'm, I'm in the mines. Carlton she Center. She says like, yeah, I know, I know Carlton Center. I say, yeah, hey, I'm mm. working now. <laughs> so, but, but, but in a sense, because the the mines were musical. Yeah. You know, if 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 you, I mean, you know, you talk. You, you listen to Brayuma Sakela. Yes. And and he talks about, you know, uh, the mines and, and the trains and, and all of that particular scenario. The mines become musical to you. Do you begin to just add, as you go now collecting, uh, do you add to all of that? Because there's, there's an element of the physical mine work, but there's also the men and, and how they engage and, 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 and singing and, and, and trying to overcome this yes. burden as well. The first friend I made in the mind mm. was a guy from Swaziland. Mm. He was playing a concertina and a mm. guitar. And I always followed him, mm. you know, fascinated by this concertina and a guitar. And then after a year or so, uh, because then I was now part of the athletic team, mm. they moved me to a, a room that was shared by, by, by runners, you know, mm. athletes. And when I went in there, I found another man from Lesotho mm. who regarded himself. It as makes sense that you would be bumping into people from Swaziland and Lesotho yes. because these would be people who would come and work in the mines, also. Yes, yes. Mm. So he himself from Lesotho, he regarded himself himself as a, a Lerashia, Marashia. Mm. They are well known for carrying an accordion with them wherever yes. they go. So he had an accordion. Then I was able to bother him all the time. Say, can I? Can I? Can I play your accordion? That's basically. But the mine itself, mm. in that, that during those times, because the mine I was working with falls under gold fields of South Africa, mm -hmm. they would have annual traditional dance competitions and song, mm. all types of songs. The groups from Botswana, Swaziland. So now at the amphitheater. Every year they would have those competitions, and sometimes they would go to a different mine, uh, Western Deep Levels or Isdri Fontaine, and I would follow them there. So, as you say, Denzel, the mine itself was full of songs, such that in, in 2012 I produced a, a, mm. a, a 30th anniversary for, for NUM. I actually went back to the mine and oh, met wow. some of the mine stewards that I worked with and played mm. soccer with. Mm. And I said, let's sing those mine songs, those worker songs that mm. we used to do. And there is an album that was never released that mm. I, I'm singing with a with a big choir of those songs now that I made into and, mm. and, and produced them with a band. Mm. Yes. Why never released? Let's Because you've got, what, seven or eight albums? Or how many albums at the moment? Uh, seven, yes. Seven albums, yes. Um, working on one at the moment, which yes. you're working on new music. I want to talk about that. Why never released? Does Was it just a, a different time? You know, what was what was the issue at that particular point? Um, I think it's, it's, it's because because of the rights. We, we both have 
interest in that. Both, okay. Both the, the, the union and myself. Okay. And okay. we never came to an, uh, a complete uh, agreement on that. Sure. Yeah. So how does the music start? You, you, you bump into people, the concertina. The music. The mu- you be, bump into people with guitars. You yes. bump into people with accordions. When does the music start to, to, to begin to shape you as, as a musician? Because all I've heard so far is you, you're a young person. You're looking at ways to get out of Polokwane, uh, the village. You, you, you then see an opportunity. You've got a blanket in the bag. You're still not a musician <laughs> at this a- point. You get into the mines. You still am not a musician at this point. You're playing soccer. You're at athletics. You're still not a musician at this point. When, when does that then happen for you? You know, I always... I always, on rare occasions, I mention this. Destiny is not something that we meet when we arrive at a certain point. Mm. Destiny is always walking with us. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a man called De- Hansen Dimitri from Eastern Cape mm-hmm. who used to come to Johannesburg. And one day he said to me, Danam, Danam, Zanam, Wazanam. Mm. And I followed him. He, I didn't know. Only when I arrived in Johannesburg with him, I learned that he was coming on weekends to attend theory, music theory lessons here. Okay. And so I would sit in the class while he is learning, and mm. I'm just watching. Mm. It didn't bother me until I've, I came with him several times. Until one day, mm. the the biggest in 1987 when they had the biggest strike in the mines, mm. hit that place so hard. And uh, the, the the soldiers came and sprayed tear gas on all all of us, and I was one of the people who was overcome by by tear gas. Mm. But when I woke up, and my head was going ding <laughs> in the distant mind, I was now thinking, why am I here? Mm. Where am I gonna end up being here? Mm. Isn't there anything I can do? And right there, that's when the switch flipped and said, but. That thing I saw that man doing, going to learn, I could learn that. Mm. And still, I did not come here mm. um, on my own to study music. There was still a period where I was going to go home on leave. And then I thought, I sh- let me go to Johannesburg to buy clothes for my younger brothers. And then I get down. You see Newtown where the trains are parking there. Yeah. The blue buses from Caltenville were stopping there. So mm. I got in there. I don't know town. I don't want to get lost. Mm. So I'm thinking, let me look for one street that can go from down here up to, to the city. And that's when I branched to Market Theater. Mm. Then I saw Fuba Gallery. It was a gallery. There yes. was Fuba. And then the gallery. Let me see what's inside. Only when I came out of the gallery, I saw on the notice board written music lessons registration, what, 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 what. That's mm. how I went to the receptionist and said, do they teach music here? And uh, Sis CD, I hope she's listening. She said, yes, they mm. teach music. I said, am I not too late to learn? Mm. Am I supposed to go sub What year is this? That was uh, 1988. Okay. Yes. Just before the 2000s. Yes. So okay. I went in there and then I registered. That money that I was supposed to buy clothes, it registered for, mm. for, for music. I want to take a break. It's 26 minutes to the top of the hour. I also see, is it Asiri uh, in Mamalodi who wants to come through? Um, but I want to start talking a, yes. about Fub, uh, uh, FUBA. Yes. And I want to talk about the market theater. And I want to talk about Kipis. Because yes. Kipis is in the same place. Yes, yes. The the old and, and Fuba doesn't exist anymore. No, no. And and so many so many artists went through Fuba. 
so many, so many. Yeah. Yes. Let's take a break. It's 26 minutes to the top of the hour. I'll also take your calls on 08... 0861987000, My guest, of course, is Celilo uh, Celot. What do you call him? Uh, a, a multi, multi-talented individual sitting here in studio, telling us about the journey and and how, at some point, his mother didn't know where he was for seven months. <laughs> for seven months as a youngster. Let's take a break. Power Business with Nolu Tandon, Tondi Mlambo. Former ESCOM CEO, Andre Dereta, testified in front of Scopa. Uh, we did ask Zach Madela, Executive Director at the South African Energy Forum, to join us to speak to us about players in the energy sector, how today played out for them. Andre Dereta is lying. There's nothing that has come out of his mouth that is new. He's basically saying to us he fails to do his job. He took the wrong approach. And now he wants to hide behind something that me and you know, everybody knows. We all know. The ANC is corrupt, just like most governments are. Our business, Monday to Thursday, 6 to 8 p.m. And Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. on Power 98.7. Power Business is proudly brought to you by APSA. We do more so you can. That's Africanacity. Only on Power 98.7. Now we're talking. Talking about what matters. Finland is ranked the world's third cleanest country and how that cleanliness is measured is looking at environmental health and air quality in a country like Finland. It's very green, it's very clean. There are other factors though that determine what makes a country clean and it's issues like policing, waste management, refuse collection, ordering society in such a way that traders have a space to apply their trade and people have a space to live and there's a proximity of a police station to a hospital, that kind of urban planning helps to clean and green our cities. Power 98.7. Now we're talking. The People's Nighttime Parliament. Power Perspective with Denzel Taylor. 8 p.m. to midnight. It's 24 minutes to the top of the hour. Asiri and Mama Lodi. Asiri? Yes, uh, uh, Denzel, how's it, my brother? I'm good, good. You're also talking to Celilo, yeah, directly. He can hear you and he can, corresp- and he can and correspond. Yeah, yes. Uh, Celilo, yes, how's sir. it, Mushate? Hey, man, uh, you know, when you're talking about that story, <laughs> uh, the story of a mountain, you remind me, you're reminding me of that song. You remember uh, the grandma's song? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> Those are the moments... <laughs> Uh, when I uh, remember <clears throat> listening to you, yes. uh, when you're talking about these uh, kind of moments going to the mountains and mm. coming up with such songs, the grandma song, uh, and all those other songs that you came up with that meant exactly what is happening there by the villages. Yes. Uh, when, when, when you're looking at the time when we were growing up and taking that stories to what is happening currently. Mm. Uh, beautiful stuff. And also, Slilo, yes. there is something that I want to uh, to, uh, to to double-check. I sent you a tweet, a DM, in fact. Mm. Uh, Look at it and uh, please respond to me. I just want you to share a story a bit about that song, the grandma's song, to uh, ask what is it that came to your mind when you wrote that song Seri, we might even play that song. We 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 we've got that song, Quinch. We've got it. Have we got it ready? 
<laughs> can we hear it? Can we hear it? There we go. That's oh, the one. Man. <laughs> that's it, right, Asiri? Yeah, that's the one. Can, can, can you please share a story about that song? Uh, very interesting. Uh, I know what is it that is going to talk about, but I want you, the listeners and yourself to also uh, hear the beautiful story from that song. Asiri, I'm going to go to Kwasa in Tembisa. Kwasa? Kwasa? I'm good, Kwasa. How are you, Kwasa? Yeah, eh. You call it. Kwasa? Say? Kwasa, we can hear you. Yeah. Eh, Kwasa, do you have a question? Ah, Kwasa's gone. Kwasa's gone. Let's take him points and in. Mpo? Mr. Sulotra, how did you survive? Because I've seen or witnessed many uh, artists, the singers, uh, during hard lockdown. Ah, the COVID. How did you survive financially, Mr. Sulotra? Still now, as it's instant. Mpo, you're talking about, you're talking about uh, uh, COVID, right? Yes, yes, yeah, maybe including the tavern owners. Uh, they, they were running in um, penniless. How himself was like a financial singer because they didn't perform at that time during hard lockdown for a period of two plus uh, nearly three years. Yeah, sure. Uh, my brother, it was very tough. And um, at some point, as as scary as it was, I advertised on my social platforms that I'm going to come house to house <laughs> selling my CDs. On Facebook, I, I contacted people and told them and advertised that I'm going to sell CDs. And a lot of people, I would like to actually say thank you so much. A lot of people um, responded and said and mm. gave me their addresses. And I would drive from the Israel to you kidding me Pretoria East to the West. Yes, mm. yes. I Selling would, your CDs. Yes, Pretor- out of your boot. Pretoria North. Yes, that's the old way of how we used to do things, and yes. you went back to the traditional so, way. Yes, I would go. I would leave my house at eight o'clock in the morning and come mm. back at five or six in the evening. Wow. Um. Just. Just. And there was a demand. Yes, and there was a demand, but um, I did. At the same time, I was scared as well mm. because I lost quite a lot. Mm. Um, I don't want to mention, just like many people who lost things, mm. I lost a whole lot of things. The only thing that I was left to lose mm. was my home. Mm. But mm. any other thing that you can think of mm. to uh, savings, to mm. investments or whatever, I lost everything. Wow. And, uh, so the only thing that I told myself is that when, the, the, when it opens, if possible let mm. me sit on that corner with a box of apples mm. i will still i will still continue well at least with the box of cds that's what you did no even apples mm. i don't mind yeah yes what what do you my, my next question and 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 let me just check with Mpo. Mpo, do you do you have a follow-up question Mpo? you want to follow up on that okay uh, uh with regard to that i uh, was he happy and also Okay, let me be short and sharp. Mm. Sure, Shampoo. Sure. Oh, poor, the so, line's sorry. breaking. The, the line's gone. I'm going to have to break it there. Sorry. Let's go to Sydney and Ellen's Fontaine. Sydney? Yeah, how's it, Benzer? Sure, Chief. I'm good, man. I just to ask you, Miss. 
talking about this track called Fashiman uh, from Askuku. Uh, I don't know this track, but I understand it because he's singing with uh, a, home, a home language. So mm-hmm. I just un- understand if this track really, you want to get people of Skukun because this track is, he says the people of Skukun, they end up in prison. And, and it's true, really, because if you look people from uh, Amasemura, those people they really they are engaged, they are dying in jail around this country, my brother. I just ask Snowden how you come and create this track. <laughs> so the, the track the track is, is it says and Mm-hmm. So, so I think Sydney feels I heard it as if I'm saying Sikukun. Mm-hmm. I'm saying Sikuruwe. Mm, meaning? And the difference? Sikuruwe, and the dif- Sikuruwe yeah. is the village that I come from. Right. So, so all the boys ended up in the cities. Mm-hmm. They, they turned out, they, they, they became men mm. when they don't. They have never become gentle men or, or young young men. You know, sure. they became old men. Uh, you know, so they became. Uh, they started doing other things, and I'm saying Thokomela, I'm saying be, be careful, because they they left. You know, the ways of learning. Um, they would rob you. They would take your car. They would take your woman. They would. You know, that's the, the song is about warning people about about such um but it's it's sikurue uh, not sikukun i didn't know that hamasemola people are, are getting <laughs> are getting <laughs> are getting taken and, and 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 angry and angry for you well I'm, i mean I, i'm home i'm home everywhere i right mm. now when i say home i, I actually fell in love with sikukune basically um let's 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 chat about fuba Yes. So many artists come out of come out of Fuba. Yes. Well, Fuba you, was very special. You come out of Fuba. Yes. So 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 just give me some historical background as to Fuba and and it's not there anymore but such a such an institution. So just give me the kind of insight into who where what and why the the academy was. The, you know the academy was as at, at the market theater is is the building that is now occupied by the national arts council mm. and um when i arrived there i actually met and became friends with a whole lot of people mm. from um, uh, the, uh, the late moses taiwamlelekwa may his soul rest in peace lesego motsepe may his soul rest in peace you know uh, professor jeff mapaya in venda who's in charge of the music uh, department in venda mm. A whole lot of people who went there, Mandla Speaker went there as mm. well. And f- so for me, it was quite a, a unique place. Mm. And for me, I was at the key point. When I say key point is because in terms of me, I did not have a place to stay. Mm. So Fuba had a, a dollhouse on top, <laughs> which is where they store uh, uh, the, the, the sculptors that they were molding and they broke their arm also mm. and then they would throw them in that room out mm. I, I cleared that room and i started staying there i became the fuba child and as a result mm. i got a job in fuba as a messenger to deliver post and some post i would take it to uh, people where uh, mr spamla the founder was pledging for funds mm. and so i got to know johannesburg by walking the streets mm. with mail in my hand mm. and and so 
but the beautiful part about FUBA was mm. that both drama, mm. in dramatic arts, dance, mm. music, uh, painting, mm. visual arts, we all was were like in one school. Mm. Uh, we did. But location, location, location is important because the market theatre is there. Yes. And also Kipis, the old Kipis is there. Yes. Whenever there's a, an important play mm. at the market theatre, there would be a moment where we go as students to witness that. Mm. Whenever there are and uh, there's an exhibition, mm. FUBA had a gallery and there's an exhibition, mm. either some by the students mm. or some exhibitor from outside. We would they would request students who are playing music to be the ones that come and play and entertain the guests. Mm. So there's there's there was always that that ecosystem of of the arts that was intermingling that just inter intertwined. You mm. know. So what what music instrument can you play at this particular time at that point? What musical instrument could you play? Was it at, at, was it the guitar, the accordion? Was it was it the concertina? Well, when I started out at at, at uh, Fuba, I started out with guitar. Mm. And then when I was probably a few months in playing guitar, uh, learning guitar, mm. um, a friend of mine, uh, Taiwa Munelokwa, invited me to, to join them rehearsing, but mm. they wanted me to play bass. Mm. So at some point, I played bass in, in there as sure. well. And piano, I, I mean, I was always wanting to, to, to learn And you piano. still do want to too. I still want to learn piano, of mm. course, uh, because then when I went further, to study uh, in Cape Town, mm. it was uh, it was demanded that I do a piano. It's, it's just that I left it. Mm. Uh, that's why I want to go back to it. I left it. Piano was my second instrument. Sure. Yeah. So let me let me let me check your memory. Yes. Let me check your memory. And she let her hair down. <laughs> and she let her hair down. No! 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 <laughs> Let me just okay. no 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 <laughs> whoa 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 <laughs> Let, let's say I was learning right when I started learning guitar yes I would go to music shops eh, mm. right buy these rock books eh, yeah and some of them with song song lyrics and so on mm. and I remember learning this song na la 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 and she lets her head down when the sun comes out. The tokens, the tokens, <laughs> the tokens with the original one, 1963 or 1969. <laughs> so, yeah, but the way I learned this song is because I was a loner. Mm. I was a loner. The students at FUBA were scared of this scarecrow, somebody mm. who was coming from the villages and then he went to work in the mine. Then he comes to class in the morning. He's mm. wearing a, a mine jacket mm. and the boots. And so my teacher is, one of my first teachers, Mukali Kwapeng, is teaching in Namibia, in, in Zambia now. Mm. And he, he said, hey, you guys don't have a guitar player. Put him in your, in your, in your, in your band. And mm. one of the students says... The, the Edwell Strange sound was their band. <laughs> and he said, no, we can't. They said, he said, why? He said, this guy is, he looks too primitive. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that song mm. became one of them that I learned to pride myself. And look at me, I can play alone, mm. you know. <laughs> and she let her lay her down. She, yeah, she let her head that down. That would have been the beginning of everything for you. <laughs> yes, yes. Because that's the one song you could play on your guitar. That was the one song I could play on my guitar. But when they said we must form bands and nobody could play with me, then this guy by the name of Philip mm. came and said, I will play with him. Mm. And, and I look at him, he didn't have, he was not playing bass or piano. He was playing congas you mm, know mm. now we formed a band together 
and because I had a band when I was 13 playing two chords mm. in, in Limpopo, <laughs> a, a group called the Young Masters of Moroto Village. In hey, listen to that. And Quench, listen you know, to so that, I started, Young Masters. You know, I learned that, that do, ka, 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 and the guy will play drums and almost like it was Philip Tavani and Malombo, you know. So then we formed a band, me and him, called Chimorenga. Uh-huh. Now I had a band, yeah, a two-man band, you know. Mm. And and now I had a band. Yeah, 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 yeah. And when they were choosing now bands to play mm. for the the, the 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 guests, when a big uh, exhibition was going to happen of uh, mm. the late Duran Sitali, uh, you know, I was chosen. That no, we also want uh, Chimorenga, the band, to come sure. and perform. Let's, but let's... it started with. She lets her hair down. Yes, and she lets her <laughs> Where hair... Where did you get that? Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> First song you could play, you could play it out in your guitar, oh. you could repetitively play it, oh, and no. that was that song. Wow. And she let her hair down, sitting there outside Kippies or the Market Theatre and or Fuba playing that one song. And, and now the black people are wondering probably, what <laughs> is going on here with this guy? Let's are play you one sh- of are your... Are you sure you were not there? <laughs> <laughs> Let's play one of the songs. Let's play one of his songs. Ah, uh, Selilo Selota. Yes. This, this, this... I have to tell you something. Yes. Jonathan Butler, when, when, I, when I was listening to that today, yes, I was like, you know what, you take me to Jonathan Butler. I, I grew up with Jonathan Butler, when Jonathan Butler, Richard John Smith, uh, was it, was it uh, Richard John Smith, and what was the other guy? There was another guy. They formed a bit of a band, but Jonathan Butler was beginning to pick on his guitar. Yes. And, yes. and when you listen to Jonathan Butler today picking on his guitar, yes. it's, it's, it's like this. Where, yes. where, where and how does Jonathan Butler even feature or does he even feature? When I composed this song, I, actually it was during the time that I, I was listening a lot to Jonathan Butler and mm. following his career. Mm. Um, you know, it was that time that anybody who had talent was mm. thinking about, can I go into exile myself as well? Mm. It, is, it was just after Jonathan had left South Africa and went to, to the UK. Mm. And started um, deep release that song with Ruby Turner. Mm. If you're ready, mm. come go with me, you know. And mm. then he recorded a song also, "Going Home." Yeah. And incidentally, when he when I had "Going Home," mm. I had already composed a song called "Going Home." Oh, wow. And then I felt no, he had me mm. over, you know. So he had me. And then I stopped. I stopped that song. Um, but that song was very close mm. to Sishiro. Yeah. And when I finally settled and started listening more, that's when I composed Sishiro. But also, t- let me add, mm. why Jonathan Butler <clears throat> is because he was playing, the instrument I had was mm. the closest mm. to what he's playing. Mm. The guitar that I had, my first guitar was an acoustic guitar. Mm. I learned an acoustic with an acoustic guitar, nylon string guitar, and the tone that I developed today on my electric guitar is the one that developed then when Come I was from still that playing. Period. Yes, and so even now, if you would listen to a track like uh, by his side where mm. I'm playing an acoustic guitar, mm. it's 
I don't have it. I just pick it up and I start playing. I don't have to practice it for yeah. for months before. And I it's can... in the same. It's the same genre. It's the same mood as the Jonathan yeah. Butler thing. Yes, yes, yes. Let's listen to so, some. So, of... so I was with one day. I was having breakfast with him in Santin after we had a concert at at uh, Fountains, and he said, mm. said to him, "You know, with this raspy voice, you know, mm. I come in this flight and it lands, and while we're waiting before they say we can get out, there's this music that come, and I'm like." Is that me? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like me. <laughs> and it's you. It's me. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> let's 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 before we go to the news, just hear some of the voice notes because I think people also on the voice notes uh, are wanting to ask you questions. Hey, good evening, good evening, uh, Denzel. Uh, you're speaking to one of my favorite person, Zlaelo. But ask him in his song of Terpa. Mm. There, is a, there are people that he talks about, like that uh, Bamutseba. For example, uh, you say Julie Wanzeba, Masaka Wanzeba, Mansu Wanzeba. Who are those people? Sure. Vusin Pretoria. Hey, my bra. That song, ne? those guys, jazz and fusion, man, I've been following it since 1996. And I've been following these guys, and I still have their music, bruh. Hey, I tell you, man, it takes me back, back, back. Mm. Well, there you go. I'm, I'm going to ask you to, to answer some, to answer those particular questions after the news bulletin, because sure. I think, I think they need a little bit of clarity sure, also after, sure. the, after the news. I, so let's pick up on Jonathan Butler. Yes. Um, and in a very, it's ten o'clock already. So in about two minutes. Jonathan Butler, somebody like him, having you know left South Africa at a particular point and having done so well overseas, you know what what is that? What are the lessons for us? You know, uh, here that we could pick up from Jonathan Butler in the difficulties, like you, you say, you say, you you yourself say, at some point you were thinking, yes, you know, we we could leave, we 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 might want to leave, you know, and yes. and and go into exile and start our careers there. In about a minute. Um, why, why, why not leave? And 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 what are the lessons from Jonathan Butler? Um, lessons from Jonathan Butler, I would say. Let me start with that one. I would say that he has shown and taught, in terms of me following him, mm. that your talent uh, is your biggest voice. If you are a musician, it's your biggest voice mm. uh, in this life, mm. and also your talent is your. Is your is your your carriage? Mm. It will take you there. It's your carriage. Mm. It will take you there. It will give you accommodation. You will stay in hotels. You mm. will fly. Mm. You will cruise on on seas on mm. the oceans uh, because of that talent. Mm. You see. So that is what what taught me. He taught me that I have something that is so powerful mm. that I I wouldn't be you know uh, locked up in one place. So, Lalo, let's park it there because I'm going to, it's one minute past 10 o'clock. I do want clarity on all of those things. So, and I want to still play some of your music as well, but let's go take the news. It's one minute past 10 o'clock. My guest, of course, is Lalo Salota, multi talented um, musician. And, and, you know, I didn't know, I have to say this, I really didn't know that when I was listening to your music and I made the connection to Jonathan Butler. I didn't know that you had that close a relationship with him as well. I just thought 
you make me think of him when I hear your music. And of course, your music's been around for a long, long time. Yeah, From yeah. the earliest album, 2000, right? Yes, yes. The earliest album, 2000. It's been around for a long, long time. So let's talk about that as well after the news bulletin. Nomsa is bringing us that. Hey, Denzel. Good evening, my brother and the legendary Tate. Please, Denzel, give me the name of the last song that you've just played. Oh, those instruments, my brother, I'm telling you, they can take your mind to somewhere where you have never been. Please tell me the name of the song. Good evening, Denzel. Good show, man. Um, first time, WhatsApp caller. Listening to Silailo, you know, mentioning, uh, you know, his um, tough way, you know, um, I'm, I'm actually thinking that he is a tough guy himself. And uh, mentioning, you know, great artists, like, you know, Ntate Joranzitlali, you know, I remember his watercolor paintings, you know, Ntate Sipos Pamla, you know, the old man from Binoni, Joe Pukela, you know, who was a painter and left the country. You know, in the 80s, you know, I remember quite a well, quite a, quite a lot of, of 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 guys. By then, you know, I also wished to re- for, for registration to register for music. You know, at Federated Union of Black Artists, and uh, you know, my instrument was a, a trumpet. But I remember, you know, I had a story, you know, at home because uh, you know I was you know living with my uncle and my aunt, you know, and uh, you know they actually discouraged me so much that I can I cannot take music. I must take, you know, some career, you know, some academic career, you know, I must, I must become something else, you know. But, uh, you know, uh, you know, people like Busele Losilota, you know, for me, you are an inspiration, my brother. And I think and I hope that uh, Gabriel Masike is listening as well because he's one of the toughest. I've been with him, you know, at the Johannesburg Art Foundation and, 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 and you know, our, our, our career hasn't been very easy, but thank you for a good show, Dan. Good evening, Denzel Lispiti from Tembisa. Can you please play by Sigiris Panere by the Honorable Salailo Slota, please? By Sigiris Panere. I love that song with all my heart. Good evening, Denzel. Good show, man. Um... That's yes. it then. Yeah. Start answering yeah. the questions if people sure, want to sure. hear you. Let, let me start with uh, Candy in Pretoria. Mm. Um, yeah. You know, so, go- so this is the question Candy yes. is asking. Yes. Candy is asking and saying, Salilo is one of the few artists that studied music. How important is it to study music to make it in this industry, Candy in Pretoria? And I wish Candy had called. You know that? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, one could make a song with that name. You know? Exactly. Yeah, you exactly. Know? <laughs> yeah, how do you know? <laughs> could just make a song with that name. Candy, Ooh. my candy. Hey. <laughs> I'm going to do, I'm going to. There you go. Make yes. a song, no, Salelo. No, I'm, I'm very good at that. Okay, yes. by the way. Why make a song right now, Candy. No. Let me put you on the spot. What would you do? Give <laughs> no, me a few lyrics, no, Candy. No, no. Let's test you. Come on, come on. No, 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 Denzel. Right, okay. answer the question. Okay. I think it is very it is very important, of course, to study music, mm. um, because one of the one of the things that has held a lot of uh, musicians back is the lack of you know lack of understanding of the business side of things, mm. and um, if one would study, it gives you the opportunity to actually uh, you know 
broaden your horizon in learning the business aspect of music, mm. uh, the academic side of music, whereby the the, the in terms of career-wise, mm. you you start spreading. You can become a, an arranger. You can become a conductor. You can become a just a composer. You can become a, a somebody who who just transcribe music. So, uh, for me, it is very important because uh, studying music will help one to understand the back and forth, mm. to to be able to express yourself. But at the same time, studying music allows you to play with people that you have never met. Mm. Because you can read music, a team can come arrive from, they can arrive from, from Paris tonight mm. and say, we, we would like to go and, and, and have a concert with you. Can you come with here? Are the scores? Yes, mm. the music, and, and, you, and you've got to understand that. I have, you have to understand that. So, mm. so that puts you in a position to actually be ready in any time you are able to become. Because now you are a profession. You, you mm. don't. You, you know. You don't. You can be gifted in mm. understanding herbs. You're not just drumming along. Herbs and roots and so on. Mm. But if you do not study medicine. Uh, it's not going to be easy for you to 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 get mm. together with everybody who's now professional who studied medicine. Got you. So so same way as somebody who went to school who studied music, he's able to intermingle to 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 kind of collaborate with anybody they mm. meet with anyone. So Got you. so for me, it's it's important to study. There's a question on 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 who were the characters, Trpa. Who are you yeah, talking Masoka to? Wanzi, Masoka, I was referring to my bass player. Right. Hey, Tabata, wanzi, Tabata is the man who gave me the opportunity when I said I wanted to do a live concert mm. at the then Caesar's Palace, which mm. is Emperor's now. Mm. He said, I'm opening my door for you. So Terpa was recorded live there. Wow. So now when I saw him, these people is when I see them, mm. when I looked at them, is when I said, Le Masoka wanzi, le tabata wanzi. I was pointing at them. Yeah, yeah. And when I say, and mentioning places, mm. I mentioned the places that I have since I released my album. I got the opportunity to go and perform in those areas. Oh, wow. So okay. I started mentioning those, knowing that those people who saw me then will then become one with me and say, mm. Oh, he's ours as well. Mm, mm. That's indirectly, I was selling myself to say I belong to you, even though you but don't uni- know me. Unity, unity, and unify and unity. Unifying, and and that brings me to the album Eight Colors of the Rainbow. Yes. That's about unity. That speaks a little bit of a political language as well. Yes, yes. It was. It was, It came from that background, mm. um, whereby I felt that. Uh, people, we people, we have spoken about the the, the rainbow nation and mm. so on and so mm. on. And then, then I asked myself one day, I say, if it's if it's an, an a rainbow nation and you know se- pr- seven primary colors of the rainbow, mm. they are too scattered for me. <laughs> what is it that can bring them together? What is it that can stick them together? Mm. A glue. Mm. It must be something that all of them as 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 feeling repulsive against each other, mm. f- pushing each other away, they must be having something in common that they all need, mm. and that they also can all give. Mm. And I identified a character called Love, and I put it as mm. the eighth color of the rainbow. Without that, mm. 
there's not going to be any unity in this country. There's no rainbow. No ways. Mm. It's not there. And, and, and that's what drove and pushed me to actually work the material in that project, Eight Colors mm. of the Rainbow. That's why you have songs like One Country, mm. um, I'll Ask Freedom, and so on. Mm. Yes. So, you, you know, when, when things are going wrong in, in this particular country, and, and, and as a musician, I, I, you know, I don't sometimes want to put a person who is making music into a political space, but we live in a country called South Africa. And, and, and I've seen you speak out sometimes about, you know, musicians who don't use their voices Yes. to begin to talk about things that are going wrong, the, the kind of ills in society and or the things that are going wrong. Because musicians have such a powerful voice yes. and influence. And you just heard from you know, people calling in today. Yes. So what, what, what you say is important. People acknowledge that. Yes. Why do you think South African musicians don't utilize the platforms, the power that they have enough to begin to guide, to begin to shape? Because if you, if you speak out, you need to be prepared to be on the ground with your bare feet mm -hmm. because your, the soles of your shoes will have worn out. Uh, what happens in this industry, uh, a lot of musicians and artists have been holding back. They are mm -hmm. not able to express themselves because they fear that you get victimized if you speak mm. out mm. Uh, or if you express a certain view too strongly. Mm. But what I've learned over time is that one has to be prepared to toil. Mm. I must be prepared that if I do not get a job tomorrow, there's no way that a, a good talent and somebody who works hard can be denied work because mm. it is the public that actually receives and accepts you. Mm. Not the people who has certain powers. Mm. Validation is, you don't need that validation. You, the power you, yeah. mm. is in the people. Mm. And we all need that. It has shown that we all need that. For me to be where I am, mm. I don't have a power on my own. It is the public that have carried me. It is the power of the love that I receive from mm. the public, from the people that has gotten me where I am. It is the power of the people that allows me and gives me the strength to speak the way I speak and to express the things that I express. Mm. It is that power because I trust, I trust that power because they are the ones that have carried me up to this far. If, if I listen to them, their voice, their cries are my cry as well. Sure. So, so, so that, that the reason other um, musicians are not or artists are not speaking mm. out, they fear they won't have a job tomorrow. Government. Does government during COVID and, and present day, you yes. know, we've, we, we've seen that there's, you know, reshuffles happen yes. and we've got new, new ministers in various places and we hope things change. Yes. Does government do enough to support people like yourself? I mean, during COVID, you basically packed your CDs into your boot yes. and drove around yes. with orders where people would talk to you on Facebook or Twitter and whatever. Yes. Government, did government come to the party? Does government come to yeah. the party today as well? Pa part of my survival is that government did come to the party. Mm. Uh, 
Um, government takes out, they put out advert, advertisement to say mm. uh, there, is a, there is this funding that we would like to put out, be mm. it the National Arts Council or Department of Arts and Culture. They put mm. out that. And you have to competitively put a proposal and an application together mm. and be seen to be somebody who's proactive, who can execute what you say you will be able to do. Mm. So during COVID, I am one of the people who benefited from government in terms mm. of getting a support from them to start something like this. I did a, uh, uh, I did a, an, a, a project last mm. year, last year myself. Mm. Uh, um, even this year, early this year, I did a, a project called Tribe, Tribes of Tomorrow. They came to the party, and I was able to go and get a number of artists from the Sukukuni region and also mm. in the uh, Capricorn district, and did a concert whereby they benefited. So. Government does come through, but I can tell you that the industry itself mm. is oversaturated with some kind of technicality. There are musicians, mm. there are artists. Mm. Do you see that? Mm. And some, when you look at it, you can see this person has painted uh, one painting in the past 10 years. Mm. Pro, where's, where, when you are proactive, we see you continuously doing, you continue painting. Mm. You don't stop. Mm. You continue creating songs. You do not stop. And you continue engaging. Mm. And you're continuing arguing your point with the government as well. Mm. Pressing on. And I do that proactively. And I'm not going to stop now. And therefore, when there's a moment when they have to actually come to the party mm. and they come, I do acknowledge that. Brilliant. Yeah, but there are moments whereby uh, it, it just, there are things that don't go right, mm. just like any other organization working on. That, it, that can become rusty and, and, and things don't go well and we start fighting. And that happens in the in, in my industry as well. Sure. And sometimes it's 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 headbutting with the with the art with the musicians and the government and so on. But I don't like being in that space really. Mm. I just would like to do my even if they don't come to the party, I will continue painting, crafting good songs that will make this the people of this country proud. Let's play Lolita. Because the birds taught their little ones to fly. Why don't you learn from the birds? Because the birds taught the little ones to fly. So Lilo Salota, yeah. also he writes his own music. Talk, talk to me in the, in the next two minutes. In yes. the next two minutes as we close the show about the new music. Yes, I'm, I'm writing. And I've been writing new material. Mm. A beautiful project. Uh, I love it. I am actually very much in love with this project. Mm. Uh, I've got a new album coming um, with a title, you know, Belong mm. to the Heart. Mm. What's the title of the new music or the album? Belong. Belong. To the heart. To the heart. Belong yeah. to the heart. Like belong. Mm. Yeah. Like I got you. In the heart. Yeah. Like to the heart. Personal. Yes. Too mm. personal. Deep, man. Deep, man. Mm. Like Lolita. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Lolita is dedicated to a young girl, you know. Mm. Yeah. No, but I mean, I mean, you know, you know, when I hear the name Lolita, I could give, I could give my kid that name, Lolita. You know, it's, it's brilliant. 
It's a Denzel, lovely name. Denzel, you were saying and now I must compose so, a song so, in another name <laughs> and, and so on and so on. Look, okay, new music. Yeah, it's mm. it's coming. It's beautiful. Uh, and on, on the upcoming project, I'm actually now embracing the the young artists that I've been mentoring. Mm. And I'm going to be introducing them into ah, the South brilliant. African uh, market. When, when, are we, when are we looking to new music for you? When? when? Ah. This year? Yeah, this year. Okay. Actually, very soon, uh, um, the the first single will be, will be coming out. Mm. I'm just about done with it. Okay. It'll be coming out, and it's going to be exciting. Are you following me on Twitter? Uh, I'm, I'm following you on Twitter. <laughs> Are you following me what, on Twitter? Because I'm following you on Twitter. <laughs> I'm just thinking, you know, like, ah, uh, you, know, you know. No, I have to end the show because we have a documentary on the other side of that. Yeah, you know, yeah. Silo, I have to say, you know, I do a lot of interviews here. And some of them are with musicians and yes. some of them are with, you know, heavy, heavy politicians and whatever. I've enjoyed tonight. You know what? I enjoyed tonight myself. Especially pulling me like that mm. as she lets her head down. Like yeah, them. I was there, Chief. I was there. <laughs> I was there. I was there. I have to say, Celilo, thank you so much for coming into studio and making the time to come into studio. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Beautiful time spending, you know. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.